Hello and welcome to the 9 in 10 News for the Community by the Community podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Doyle. Having grown up in northern Michigan, something I have always admired about this area is the love and support that comes from every corner of these communities. So the goal of this podcast is to promote and get to know the many local nonprofits and charities and their work, along with the individuals who really leave an impact on their communities through outreach or volunteering. If you ever want to nominate a group or individual, please send me an email at Courtney Doyle at 9 and 10 News. I'd love to hear about who is making a difference where you live. Horses healing humans. That's the goal at Northern Michigan Equine Therapy. Occupational therapist Courtney Sumter and her team work tirelessly to see their clients grow and succeed. And they're a nonprofit organization located right in Boyne City. This month, we talk with Courtney about what they do, who they help, and how you can get involved. Hi, Courtney. Thank you so much for joining us to talk about Northern Michigan Equine Therapy today. Um, can you start by just telling us a little bit about what NMET is and what you guys do? Um, well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Northern Michigan Equine Therapy is a nonprofit organization, and we're an outpatient rehabilitation facility where we utilize a horse to um, promote progress, um, with individuals who have physical limitations and also individuals who require um, mental health support. So that's pretty much what our facility is and using the guidance of the horse is is the best therapy tool we feel at our, at our place. And so you are an occupational therapist, correct? Correct, yep. So what led you down the, the route of horses? So I think I... Um, from the second I could see a horse, (laughs) um, in books as a child, I always had horses on the mind. Um, I grew up in the Detroit area, so getting to horses was a little more difficult. And I was very lucky that my parents, um, were able to involve horses in my life, uh, living in the city element. Um, so I was able to take riding lessons from a very early age, Then I went to Western Michigan University to pursue my degree. Uh, And during that time, I noticed that I was missing out on something um, and that was horses. So I started volunteering at a facility called the Chef Center uh, right outside of Kalamazoo. And it's one of the founding organizations for therapeutic riding, which is a little bit different than what we do at Northern Michigan Equine Therapy, but that's where my career began um, working with horses. Um, Then I finished up my master's degree at Western Michigan University as an occupational therapist, and it just melted beautifully together of adding my passion uh, for horses and my degree together. And now you guys are located where again? We are in Boyne City, Michigan. We're uh, centrally located between Petoskey and Charlevoix and Boyne City. Um, So we're Northern Michigan Equine Therapy. What brought me up here was one, the beautiful scenery, two, more area for horses to roam. And um, that's where, and and I had a job at the hospital up here uh, at Northern Michigan Regional Hospital at the time. Um, until I developed Northern Machine Equine Therapy, and we've expanded from there and have our own facility now. So 
viewers who have been with us for a while may remember um, this is not my first time talking with Courtney. We did a, it used to be called Do My Job segment, um, and we were able to go and kind of walk a day in your shoes. And I mean, it was it was really powerful for me to see some of those kids, you know, make what seemed like really small strides, but were huge for their development. Can you talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, some of those moments and what makes you so passionate about helping people through horses? Absolutely. Uh, so some of the young gentlemen that you worked with on the day of um, doing doing my job, uh, they have grown into young boys now that are more independent in their activities of daily living. And that is the main focus of an occupational therapist. Our goal is to be able to have somebody function as independently as possible. So our occupation in life is to be able to take care of ourselves, all from basic needs of feeding ourselves, getting ourselves dressed, to uh, driving ourselves to work and working fully in um, our occupation in life. So um, being an occupational therapist, there's a huge span of individuals that we can work with. And um, one individual that has made tremendous goals at our facility as a young boy named Xander and he has a rare genetic disorder called Pitt Hopkins syndrome and the best ways to explain that uh, genetic disorder is that Xander was born with a manual just like a car has a car manual and all the chapters are filled out just about two or three chapters of Xander's uh, manual were uh, missing. And so the purpose of our therapy sessions is to fill in those chapters. Uh, so what the horse's movement is doing, um, by getting Xander up on a horse's back, we are filling those chapters in with rhythm, core strength, um, and, and balance stability. Um, those are just some of the things that happen when you're up astride a horse. And um, this individual's, Sanders' mom was told that he would never be able to walk in his life, that he would never be able to figure out what rhythm and balance and coordination would, would be to, to walk. Well, after a couple of sessions or a couple of months of treatment at um, our facility and riding his horse Adele, he was able to take his first independent steps walking uh, after a therapy session uh, right at our facility on his fifth birthday. So that was a huge goal made. And um, now he's walking 50 plus feet. He can walk into the barn on his own and all the way to his therapy horse as he's continuing therapy. So his progress has been tremendous. I just imagine that, you know, obviously the progress from people like Xander's parents, you know, they see that and I cannot even imagine how good it makes them feel. But um, for Xander being so young, you know, I'm sure he doesn't even realize the incredible progress he's making. But um, I imagine just the joy he gets from being around the animals and stuff like that, because I've always thought and I feel like I've read that horses really um, are responsive to human emotions. And so you know, what is that like to see those relationships form over time? Yes, um, exactly. That 
Um, a typical occupational therapy setting is in, you know, uh, a regular building with, um, you know, potentially some fun activities of swings. Uh, but, you know, a horse breathes and has emotions and feelings as well. And so that's where um, that connection is a huge um, benefit for this type of of therapy where Xander has an emotional connection with his horse Adele we now just call Adele his horse um or his girl where because she's always he's always loves walking up to his girl he's excited and motivated every time he comes out to um, participate in therapy and you know horses are an amazing um reader of our emotions uh and they um get in tune with our heartbeat uh just like you might hear from um dog therapy or cat therapy um they just help regulate our our um our system so xander is one of many clients do you know how many how many clients you have right now uh, currently, our numbers are a little bit lower just due to COVID restrictions and getting back into the groove, uh, making sure everybody is safe and healthy out here. We are a facility that is technically outdoors. We do have an indoor arena, so but we do have good airflow. Um, and uh, we see at least 25 clients a week. Um, so... Uh, and that's during our, our slower time right now of getting back to um, full speed ahead. Last or During a good year, we saw about 900 plus sessions um, and we're functioning about half of that, I would say, right now. That's pretty impressive too. And I think it's important to not forget that you guys are a nonprofit. So how does that come into play with clients? Do you guys help them, you know, pay for some of these services or where does the nonprofit part come in? Yeah. So we, um, currently the, the therapy treatment, even though we are providing occupational therapy treatment, um, as one of our programs, uh, we also have a mental health program called our horse sense program as well. And all of these programs right now, because we use a horse as our therapeutic tool are considered alternative treatment to a typical, uh, health, health, um, uh, your health insurance. So, um, I decided when I founded Northern Michigan equine therapy that instead of, um, fighting with health insurance companies, we would raise funds to help lower the cost of treatment sessions um, and do positive uh, community events um, to to help individuals that need our, our treatment session, uh, our services. So that's where the nonprofit came in um, to help with individuals receive our services at a lower uh, out-of-pocket expense. So I know, I mean, a lot of nonprofits have been hit hard by COVID this year as far as not being able to hold a lot of their fundraising events. How's that impacted you guys? Uh, well, we unfortunately had to cancel our sleigh rides to the North Pole event, which is our biggest event and brings so many people in the community out um, and brings the joy of, of the holiday season. Um, luckily, we had Xavier from 9 and 10 News mm -hmm. come out and do a cool little piece where Santa was able to use our lift system to get on a horse. Uh, so thank you very much for that. 
Um, but yeah, canceling those big fundraiser events are um, a big hit to um, to being able to keep the costs lower to individuals coming out and being able to provide those scholarships uh, to to those in need. So um, we're trying our best. We have some amazing community support. Uh, so we're so Northern Michigan Equine Therapy is extremely lucky on that end that we have amazing uh, individual donors, uh, but not being able to have those fundraisers like usual. Um, it's definitely been an interesting year. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any planned for the summer? Or are you still just kind of you know, day by day, as most of us are with COVID right now. Right now, we hope to have, um, we're going day by day, really, honestly, um, for the summer, but we hope, hope, hope to have our largest fundraiser this uh, winter um, back and running full swing and being able to make that happen with all the CDC guidelines and keep everybody safe and healthy uh, while still managing to give the community some sort of um, joy uh, in the holiday season. Yeah, definitely. We'll keep your our fingers crossed for you. Um, and then is there a way for people to just, whether they really respect your mission or their niece or nephew or, you know, cousin, somebody comes to see you for services, um, is there a way for them to just donate? Yes, a great way to to reach us is uh, look us up on our website. Uh, It's www.nmequine, that's N for Northern, M for Michigan. Equine is spelled E-Q-U-I-N-E, and that's dot O-R-G. So nmequine.org is the best way to um, to learn more about NMET and also to, there are donation uh, links and our address as well. So sending a check via mail is always good or um, reaching out on our PayPal link. Okay. We'll, of course, post a link to that um, on our website with the podcast as well. And then I wanted to dive into a little bit um I know you touched on it, but say my child or somebody has one of these kind of rare disorders, how do I know if equine therapy might be a good fit? And and if it is, you know, how do I go about scheduling a session to see if it would work? So first off, all individuals receiving therapy out here, they do, we do require a physician's prescription. Uh, so we always have that communication with the 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 main um, provider uh, to make sure that one this is an appropriate treatment setting and two there isn't any um, uh, there aren't any health risks or um, complications that could happen with an individual so we do have that relationship um, with the physician with the prescription to get started also talking to the therapist and 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 starting that um, conversation is the most important of, is this a good fit? Uh, then then we move on to doing our first treatment. And in our first treatment, um, we just kind of get started and see where things go and set those, those um, goals uh, that the therapy session, you know, that you would like to get out 
of the therapy session for your child or yourself. And um, on that first session, if there is some sort of, uh, if a child doesn't like the movement of the horse or it, it's not settling to the system, you know, that's something that we, we have usually um, approach on that first session because we do have to try to see if it's a good fit. Um, but I have never had an individual not enjoy uh, therapy out here and having to cancel. So, um, yeah, so we, we go on a case-by-case basis. And then I know we've talked a lot about kids, but mental health, I feel like, is something we oftentimes think of as more adults. Um mm-hmm. So do you guys have sessions for adults? Or I know veterans a lot of time um, do well with, with equine therapy or things like that. Do you guys touch in that or do you stay focused mostly on kids? Nope. Our programs are for adults uh, and youth. Uh, our mental health program is actually our largest growing program. We call it our Horse Sense program. And within that program, we work with individuals that um, may have uh, depression, anxiety, um, anger management, um, skills that are needed. Um, it, the list can go on and on, and especially with COVID and people being home and not having ways to express their feelings and emotions, we've seen a huge increase in our Horse Sons program and the need for it, especially um, with our youth, um, high school age, um, and um, and but yeah, we do not limit our services to just youth. We work with all individuals. So the best way, I mean, would the best way just be to reach out to you and say, hey, here's what I'm struggling with? Uh, Like, do they need a physician's prescription as well? Or is that somebody who can just reach out and say, I'm struggling with this? Is this something that might be able to help? Yep, exactly. So our Horse Sons program, you do not need a physician's prescription. And uh, just giving us a call or sending us an email from a link on our website is the best way to get a hold of us to get the process started. Um, it may be, you know, you're just feeling down and out and you need somebody to talk to. And sometimes a horse is the best tool um, to get those feelings and emotions out. Uh, horses immediately give us a sense of purpose and horses don't judge. They don't care what your financial background is. If your parents are um, together, what your living situation is. Um, they care less what your clothes look like. Um, the list goes on and on. They just don't, they don't judge. And it's a a great way to, to work through some of the areas of need on the medical spectrum. And if somebody say just is really interested in what you do and might want to volunteer, do you have any volunteer opportunities? We do have volunteer opportunities. Um, Due to COVID, those opportunities this year and last year have been limited um, just because of the group number settings. And so we do need volunteers for our occupational therapy services. So we do need an individual to lead the horse during those sessions and also sidewalkers for safety. Um, We used to have group programming, um, but unfortunately, because of larger amounts of individuals together, we and 
a lot of individuals that do come out in those groups have low immune systems. We have decided to hold off on those um, and hope to bring them back this fall. So our volunteers are a huge part of our program. Please reach out to us if you're interested, Um, but they are a little bit limited um, due to COVID reasons. For sure. Um, Of course, we'll, like I said, link the, the website Um, on our website along with we're going to try and get the video of the story we did so people can get a visual of what you guys do um, posted with that as well and then I just kind of wanted to finish um, asking you I guess on a more personal note do you have a favorite um, memory or you know moment from the years that you've been doing this that you know might inspire somebody to kind of look towards the same Ooh, wow. There are a lot of moments. Um, This is where I get choked up and emotional because I absolutely love my job and being able to watch people grow physically and emotionally on a daily basis is just a tremendous joy that I get. Um, But one specific... um, Wow. I think my... One of my favorite moments um, was being able to um, have an individual that had a spinal cord injury. He was a young adult, and his dream was to be able to get up on a horse's back. And we were able to make that dream happen for him. Um, It was a special moment that happened at our facility, and um, a three, I'm sorry, like a month later, unfortunately, that individual passed away. So by being able to give him that moment, and um, it was just, it, it was just an inspiring moment and wonderful time out at our facility. Yeah, pretty priceless for those kind of things. And to be able to create those opportunities in a safe setting, um, you know, with an occupational therapist and all these volunteers and everybody. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. Um, we will, like I said, link everything on our website so people can get a hold of you um, and hopefully, you know, help you with some fundraising, maybe some volunteers, and maybe get some people some help from your horses. Uh, if I remember right, it's Horses Healing Humans, right, is your motto. Yep, Horses Healing Humans. Perfect. Thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you so much for having me. We really appreciate it. Again, that was Courtney Sumter from Northern Michigan Equine Therapy. Head to 9in10news.com for more details on how you can help. And as always, if there are any groups, nonprofits, charities, or even exceptional individuals that you would like to hear about, email me at CourtneyDoyle at 9in10news.com. From podcast producer Joe Busick and myself, thanks for listening to the 9 in 10 For the Community by the Community podcast. The For the Community by the Community podcast is brought to you by Travers Catholic Federal Credit Union, financial services for the community, established 1950.